Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I am with George Scott, former president, now on the board of directors for the Colored Musicians Club of Buffalo. George, uh, some exciting things are happening for the Colored Musicians Club. Uh, renovations are underway there. Uh, what's coming in the future once those once uh, those are finished? Well, uh, besides uh, having people come in, uh, you'll see a really a nice new look to the club upstairs, um, new look to the museum downstairs. Uh, Still the quality music that they're accustomed to seeing. And then we'll have an addition, which will have an elevator. And that's going to be great because now if you're handicapped or elderly, instead of walking up those 20 stairs, you get to go in the elevator and you're up to the second floor. That's awesome. Uh, if you can, uh, tell me a little bit about how the club started. I know there's a pretty uh, interesting uh, origin story there back in uh, 1917, I believe it was. Yeah, well, again, back in those early years, um, to play in any type of club, you had to be in the union. And, of course, with segregation, a musician of color wasn't allowed to join the white local. So in 1917, they would form that black union. It would be known as Local 533. And uh, just a little side note, one of the founders of that local was a gentleman by the name of Jesse Clipper. Now he wasn't a Buffalonian, but he came to Buffalo and he he was a pretty big deal in the music industry. He was sort of like an early version of Sammy Davis. And I think having him on that committee helped to push for us getting our local. So anyway, he served uh, and did that. And then shortly after the local was formed, he left and served in the military. He actually was over in World War One, and sadly, he died over there serving his country. And you know, the really the the sad story about that is, if you stop and think about it, you know, segregation and all like that. Yeah. But yet this guy still felt it was important. It was important to uh, serve his uh, country anyway. And he did. And like I said, he was wounded four times before he succumbed to his injuries. So, but again, there was a lot of African-Americans that felt that same way. They wanted to prove that they were truly Americans and loved this country. But anyway, moving forward, now, you know, this offered these musicians to be able to play legally in the clubs and stuff. But even more so, you were able to now bring in the top name talent, you know, the Duke Ellington, the Lena Horns, Ella Fitzgerald, you know, you name it, Dizzy on and on, and they came into Buffalo. 
And again, Buffalo was a happening town back, particularly when you start talking 20s and 30s and stuff, you know, probably the between the third and the fifth biggest city in the country. You know, our shipping business, uh, railroad business was really, you know, bustling here. And we had uh, quite a few millionaires that actually lived here in Buffalo. And with that being said, there was a lot of places for, um, you know, people to go to. You didn't have TV, so going to a live, you know, club or whatever was key to uh, making business. So you you had some good musicians. I'm glad you brought that up because actually, Max, two uh, questions kind of allude to some stuff you mentioned there. Uh, some really big time musicians uh, visited there. Uh, Cab Calloway was there. Uh, Billy Holiday also uh, are among the visitors. Um, who else visited? Well, not only not only was Billy Holiday a visitor, mm-hmm. but she actually lived in Buffalo for a short while. Yeah. Well, she was married several times, and one of her husbands was a Buffalo guy. You know, he managed to help the minister career for a little while. And uh, one of the old timers that even told me that one day, recall seeing Billie Holiday walking down Broadway Street, walking her dog. She was a big time dog lover. And uh, even on an album or two, you would see her on the cover with her dog. But she, she really loved dogs a lot. I know you said uh, Buffalo, of course, once a big time city, one of the, the top five cities like, in the country. Um, how central of a spot was uh, the club during the city's uh, peak? Well, you you know, you figure stuff came in from overseas. It came down to St. Lawrence, and uh, the first dock that it would come to unload would be at Buffalo. You know, so that's where you had the early immigrants and stuff. They worked down there at the, uh, well, now it's called Canal Side, but we were at one point the hub of all that stuff. Right. Um, and I talked to um, the executive director of uh, Michigan Street African-American Heritage Corridor, uh, Terry Alford, a little about this. But um, how important would you say jazz music uh, is to the African-American community and to the uh, kind of like the, the experience um, of being a black person uh, in the U.S. or just in Buffalo in particular? The, uh, the people, so to speak. And, uh, you know, what, what a lot of our not only jazz, but blues and stuff. You know, it's a very emotional, it told stories, and uh, it was just, you just felt the passion in the music. And, uh, you know, let's face it, uh, when big band first came out, or jazz period, it would demonize You would hear them and, you know, like uh, speakeasies. And before too much longer, they were playing it in the movies. They were playing it for commercials. And white bands now playing jazz music, big band and all that. So it, it eventually became America's music. And uh, it was really big music during World War II. You know, I mean, even today, you got people from France and Germany and different places like that. They, they come here and they still enjoy that old school mute jazz music. That's awesome. Um, which part of the club would you say you're uh, you're most proud of, and and what does it mean to you to uh, preserve its history? Well, I I just think the very fact that it still stands there, because when you think about that neighborhood, you know, it was a thriving community, and uh, you know, there was a lot of business, there was a lot of uh, activity. And then, you know, when you talk about like the 60s, 70s, 
a lot of people left that community. And that club kind of stood alone after all those years. You know, it 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 just it and kind of really exemplifies what the attitude of those musicians were when they first formed the local. They were going to stand strong no matter what. And so they kind of represent today that it's still there and, and people still know what it's about. Absolutely. Uh, anything else you'd like to add that we haven't covered? Anything you'd like to promote or uh, just get the message out there to the people listening? Well, uh, we, we are hoping to have the grand opening of that building in July. And uh, later that same month, on the 27th of July, we'll have our 19th annual uh, Queen City Jazz. No, 20th. I'm sorry, 20th annual Queen City Jazz Festival. And again, it will be in front of the uh, Buffalo Erie County Library over there on uh, uh, Lafayette Square. All right, George, thank you so much for uh, joining me here. Oh, thank you very much for having me. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.